Welcome to 15 with Christine. My friend Mitzi Eaker, founder of Mitzi J Media, is our special guest today. So let's get started. On 15 with Christine, we talk about all things business growth. But before we dive in, I want to let you know where you can find the broadcast. I'm going to come to you live on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook. Hit the subscribe button and you won't miss an episode. You know, my goal with 15 with Christine is to introduce you to people who can help you grow your business and help you grow your career. And Mitzi, really looking forward to the conversation with you today. Thanks for joining in. Welcome. Hello, good morning. Thank you for having me today, Christine. I'm excited to be here and share just some insights or a little bit of wisdom that I might have to help someone else in their business. That would be fantastic. Um, you know, I'd love to start, Mitzi. I mean, it's, it's, it's always so much fun to have, you know, people who are friends in business, but also friends in life, because I know we've known each other for many years. Would, would love to hear about the story that has brought you to today with Mitzi Jane Media. Um, how would you describe that journey? So really, it started in um, ministry. My background is in ministry, and I worked yes. at a Christian publisher for almost 10 years and coordinated one of their large programs to children and um, their leaders Yes, across the U.S. So through that process of creating yearly curriculum plans and leadership yes. development plans that set the stage for what I do today. Um, I was in the ministry when um, I was young and single and I got married and I had two kids and kept loading responsibilities and responsibilities on top of yes. me, wrote two books, was leading this global organization. And it was just with two little ones. It was it was a bit much. And so during that time, I was, you know, I got on Twitter. I was always an early adopter to social media. Um, cool. And so that I helped the business, the publishing company, really expand their social media presence in the beginning when it was awesome. You could post on Facebook and everybody saw it. And then um, through that, uh, I left that because it was so overwhelming. And I started Mitzi Jane Media and I started just helping small businesses and nonprofits put together um, really messaging plans. Now we yes. call them digital marketing plans. Um, right. But that's how I got started. And I've been I've had Mitzi Jane Media for 10 years now. That's awesome. So, Mitzi, when you take a step back to the, the initial yeah, I guess you described yourself as an early adopter on social media. What kind of aha moments did you have then that, that have even fed the vision that you have now to help your clients? What did you see then that maybe the rest of us didn't? Well, um, really, I saw it as a way to communicate beyond your circle of influence. And really, in yeah. the beginning days of Twitter, you could talk to anybody, no matter if they were CEO, um, high up in politics, wherever you yeah. could engage and talk to people. So I saw the power of communication through social media. And yes. what I did 10 years ago is very much the same as what 
um, I do today, it's just totally different how you do it. Before you could post on Facebook. And like I said, people actually saw it. Today, you've got to pay to play. And there's so many different avenues to get your message out there. Um, but you still have to have your message concise and it's got to communicate to your target market or you're just you're just talking. So um, how I do it is very similar, but the process and tools we use have dramatically changed in the past 10 years. That makes sense. Mitzi, I'd love to hear you know, what kind of clients really do you enjoy working with? And would you describe are the ones where you guys together can really hit it out of the park as far as communicating with their ideal clients, you know, building those relationships. Um, how would you describe those, those businesses? Well, it is funny because I do have like, um, I guess a niche that I'm good yeah. at. And I think it probably comes from my years working in a traditional top atmosphere, but I love working with legacy businesses who they need to refresh their brand. Maybe they're yeah. doing things the old fashioned way and they need to just like not overhaul their brand image, but really. Right. Um, or even communicate effectively with all these new tools. And so really my target market are those legacy brands that have been in business 10 to 20 years and they really are moving forward and, it's funny because most of my brands were like legacy brands that have been handed down to the next generation. And I'm really good at coming in and bridging that gap between keeping that legacy and that brand alive, but then using yes. the tools and technologies to um, brand them in a positive light via social media and digital marketing. So when you say legacy, I mean, I've heard you mention maybe family businesses. They're in the second or third generation. What else describes in detail a, a legacy brand? What, what does that what does that mean as far as helping people even maybe paint a picture in their mind of, of what a legacy so is? Those brands that have like one of my favorite clients that I've worked with is John Hall and Company. And John yes. Hall is this older grandpa that he has built a legacy of just being there for years, but also of selling land across Alabama. So he has yes. all these connections. And so it was time for him to hand over the business to his sons. And mm -hmm. so I was able to go in because his son was like, let's just go forward. Let's just, you know, we want to do all of this. And I'm like, wait a minute. Your dad's legacy is what made you what you are to do today. So let's harness the, the legacy he has and the positive brand awareness and let's build that to the future and um, connect the two because you're a connection of what he had, but you're not like totally doing things differently. Um, you're just taking it to the next level and, yes. and really in our communication plan, like they celebrate their 30th year. And so, you know, we put wow. out a press release about the John Hall legacy and what he's done. Um, and one of the things I want them to do is write a book about that because it would be a great and beautiful table book to have of all the land that he sold, the different stories. So yes. um, that's one of my favorite brands is to 
really come in and help them identify where their brand strengths are and really focus on those so that they can connect with the next generation of land sellers. Because right now, you know, the goal is to get um, people who want to sell their land. If you can get people who right. want to sell their land, it's sold. So uh, but you've got to know, like, and trust who you're doing business with. And so when I do brand development, that's what we do is figure out what, um, what their strong messaging is and then how yeah. we can tap into that. And the other side really is what do people want to hear? Like I had another client, um, he was an app developer. And when you go to his app, it was very, and I call it sterile. And I'm like, yeah. you're asking these people to take action and then you get to the website and it's like okay you've got five tabs on how this app works people don't care how the app works they just care that the app actually works just tell me i can trust you you're going to take care of my privacy you're not gonna um you're honest and just let me let me access the app to take action so that's an, that's another thing. You've got to make sure that when people come to whatever you're selling, your product, your yeah. service, or your app, they can do what you just promised, and they can do it quickly and efficiently without thinking about it. So um, I guess that's another that's a great thing. Point because if they're, if they're disappointed or if the message is inconsistent, you lose them, right? Yeah, they're going to go find another app that, that works and is quicker right. and gets to where they want to go faster. So um, those are just two ways that I've helped different brands recently. And I have um, just launched a brand new restaurant brand in Hoover. And that was fun too, like starting from scratch and, yeah. and putting together the dream process of what are you going to be called? So that was a, a fun process project. New yeah. So new beginnings too. It sounds like what you do is not one size fits all. It's not. It's very customized and and um, like I may work with three to four clients a year and I'm very selective about the clients I work with. Yes. Like I meet, I'll meet with anybody for 30 minutes and see what is best for them. And if I'm not a good fit, I'll be the first to tell them, hey, I know this this person does mm -hmm. this and they would be a better fit for you. Um, so that's part of what I do is help help businesses and business owners like find the right marketing fit for them. Yes. Well, Mitzi, we have about a little under three minutes left, and I know you've got an exciting project you're working on for the city of Hoover and the World Games. Can, can we talk about that, how that came to be and what your goals are? Yes. Yeah, so um, the city of Hoover has hired Mitzi J Media to help them with promotional items for the World Games. Yeah. So um, we just recently um started a department, a hospitality and tourism department led by Tanetta Lynch, and I am working with her to put together promotional items. So really, instead of promoting the World Games, it's more yes. when people come to the World Games, because Hoover is a place we've got nice mm -hmm. hotels, a lot of nice restaurants. Yes. So we're hoping... And we also are hosting the softball. So we're going to have a lot of people in Hoover already at softball. And so really our goal is just promoting all things Hoover. Once people come to Hoover, we want them to know all the great things that Hoover has. So number one, they spend money while they're here. 
And then yes. number two, when they're traveling through to go to the beach, to go wherever, because we are a huge travel through city, that they stop here, stay the night and eat at our restaurants, play at places like we've got a comedy club, we've got a jazz club, uh, we've got all kinds of great playgrounds for kids. So it, Hoover really is a great place to stop and play. And so that's what we're doing. And we don't have a visitor center, but we're putting up what I call Hoover hubs across the city during the World Games where people are going to be, where visitors are going to be, and just introducing them to Hoover with an old-fashioned exhibit table. So, um, and great hosts. So that's what we have planned. And I'm really excited about that. And I think it'll be great as people really get to know that there's more to Hoover than just the Galleria or the Met. We have a lot of great restaurants. And we're also doing Hoover Restaurant Week that same week. So we'll be highlighting our great restaurants in Hoover to everyone who comes through Hoover. So oh, that's exciting. exciting. So Mitzi, if there are business owners, you know, watching or listening, um, is are there volunteer opportunities for businesses to help? Are there opportunities for them to be involved in Restaurant Week? And any information you can share about that? Yeah. So um, we just had a Restaurant Week meeting this morning and we were talking about sponsorship. So restaurants don't we don't have restaurants as sponsors, but everybody yeah. else that may be in the restaurant industry, banks, anybody can um, be a sponsor for Hoover Restaurant Week. And I do the social media for that. So I'll give you a lot of love if you're a sponsor. <laughs> so that is one great way to um, to get some clout, get your name out there. And I was thinking, if you're not involved, I know that World Games, they're still looking for small sponsors to sponsor yes. different events. So there's World Games are still looking for sponsorship. Hoover Restaurant Week, if your target market are people in Hoover and visitors yes. to Hoover during the World Games, then I would say sponsor Hoover Restaurant Week. Um, the other thing is I was thinking, oh, a great thing for your business to do is invite your clients to go to the opening ceremonies and buy tickets like wine and dine your clients. Cause that's a that's once a in a lifetime opportunity. So those were just some things that I was thinking about that businesses can do uh, specifically for the world games to get their name out there. And then there's always signage, you know, if your target market are those visitors, I would say get, get some digital signs. It's going to be expensive that week because everybody's going to want to be <laughs> marketing. Um, and, but and you can fit your strategy yeah. and who you want to reach. Like you said, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. Well, and anybody who's interested in getting together a custom strategy, you're more than welcome to reach out to me. There's my um, email and phone number. So um, yeah. you will have to leave a message. I don't take random phone numbers. My phone doesn't accept that, but leave me a voicemail and I will follow up with you if you call. Awesome. Well, thank you, Mitzi. And thanks so much for the conversation. I am excited about the World Games and about getting the word out about the sponsorship opportunities. We appreciate you joining. For everyone listening and watching, reach out to Mitzi if you've got some questions in the back of your mind. Uh, two weeks from today, I will be hosting Kylie Pitt, owner and founder of Revenge the Label and winner of Entrepreneur Organization Birmingham's student competition. So until next time.